Hello and welcome to We're Not Singing Anymore. We're three mates isolated in different parts of the country. All of us are football and music fans. There are two Blades, one Sunderland fan. And we're also big fans of blues, soul, rock and roll, country and other things besides. We're all 60 plus so that might skew the content of what we talk about just a little bit. Now with no gigs or football matches to go to, we decided to keep in touch and speak every week. Instead of just another chat about how bored we all were, we decided to pick a theme for the week and come prepared to share a football thought and a music story. We thought it would be fun to record each chat just to remind us of this bizarre time that we're living through. And of course, as we're recording it, the next logical step was to put it out there as a, as a simple podcast for anybody else who might be interested. We're still getting to grips with the technology and it's clearly not the quality presentation of other podcasts. But then again, there's probably nobody listening anyway. Each podcast has two halves. The first half we cover football and the second half we talk about music. And that means you can listen to either both halves or just, just the one that you might be interested in. Also, we create a Spotify play- playlist at the end of each week based on the music that we talk about. So let's get going. Right, so we're back back for part two, second half. Uh, Tony's rubbed himself down or whatever he said he was going to do. Uh, Charlie's, I didn't uh, say I was going to rub myself down. I said we're going for a rub down. Oh, I, I, we'll draw a discreet veil over that. Uh, Charlie's had half a pint of liniment, which would be very nice. I just, normal football, I just nipped out and put a few bets on. <laughs> so, so the second half so so we're now into our music our music half uh, the, the theme is the same of course which is uh, which is uh, most memorable so I'm going to ask Charlie to uh, sorry I'm going to ask Tony to lead the way I do apologise and uh, we'll, we'll, would you like me to blast your track out please as loud as you like okay here we go I'm gonna need So, no prizes for guessing or knowing who that is. Um, well, I, d- I but didn't know. But, uh, people don't know. I didn't what, know. Sorry? I didn't know. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll pretend I know. I know the voice, but I'm, and I'm trying to place it. Right. Okay. So, that that is Nathaniel Raycliffe. Yes. Yes. And the course. Night Sweats. <coughs> S.O.B. S.O.B. Son of a bitch. And um, it's like before, and it's like before football matches, it's difficult to have a memorable gig because there's there's one or two. I don't think there's many as uh, you boys have got, but uh, but one or two. We we talked about one a couple of weeks ago 
Doctor Hook where my date with America <laughs> girl didn't go quite as I planned really when I glanced over and she was asleep. <laughs> so, not going so well this. Um, and having forgotten about it, the Beatles in Bournemouth in God knows when that was in the 60s, but probably 63 maybe. Um, but this is up to date really, Nathaniel Ratcliffe and I first saw him, sometimes I do really, on um, Hootenanny. Um, he was on Hootenanny and I kind of just stood in the middle of, I, I kind of walked in to the, to the lounge and it was on. I think I got a cup of tea or something and I, and I just stood, I didn't sit down, I didn't thought, I'm enjoying this. I really enjoyed this. And um, so I kind of followed him a bit more, got 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 some of the tracks he's done. And um, he's, he's, he's a guy who lives in Denver now, originally from St. Louis. Uh, and, but I think he's been in, in Denver, Colorado for, for quite a while. Um, so, I'm looking up, and he's he's coming to Leeds. He's coming. To, this is this is obviously end of December, uh, but he's coming to Leeds in um, in February at the Irish Centre in Leeds. And so we're still living in Sheffield at that time. So horrible, horrible February night. Joan and myself, we went we went up, and um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't think probably there'd be many there or, or whatever, but we got to the Irish Centre, parked up, and the queue to get in snaked round the building. So we, we wow. horrible cold night, joined the queue, and uh, eventually got in, and it was packed. It was sold out in the Irish Centre in Leeds. And um, right from the off, he didn't do that song, actually, from to start, but... Um, Right from the off, it was just like an electric atmosphere. It was just engaged the audience. And it was, to be honest, it's it's a decent venue. You know, I mean, yeah. I didn't, what do I expect of the venue? But it was it was good. It was quite big, um, you know, spacious. Um, bar was terrible. Unbelievably slow service, about 25 minutes for a to, to wait. But, um, but it was great. It was just, as somebody said, it's, rural American music really and, and it was quite it was raw um but but raw and tight at the same time so it's great great band great voice great personality um and uh, a surprisingly good dancer actually to his own stuff um, when, when you when you look at him you wouldn't you wouldn't think there's a dancer in there but 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 there is and um so a great night really enjoyed it and um, and he, I went to see him again later in that year, later in 2016, 02 in Leeds. So he's he's kind of going edging up, you know, in terms yeah, of yeah. venues, in yeah. terms of status and numbers of people in. And um, and and it had got it's quite a raucous audience. So it's it, I think he kind of in, invites that type of crowd really, and. Um, and I went on my own that this one, but this one was quite different. Great, great atmosphere, but there was plenty of beer flying around. You know, <laughs> a lot of people stood and stood to the front, and and you know, you had to get in a place where you, 
if you didn't want to be splattered with beer, then you had to pick your spot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've loved him ever since. I've just loved the music, I loved the energy, and um, and it's it's a great night. And you know, I mean, he's continued to to grow. Really, his, his appeal's grown. I mean, um, Albert Hall. It was due to be Albert Hall this this summer. Due to be at Bridgewater Hall. Wow. And 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 also, he's got dates which some have been cancelled, but but some haven't. Where he's touring, where he's touring with Dylan in um, in the states. Wow! So, wow. so he's he, from from 2016. He's gone from the Irish Centre. No, no, dis, you know, disrespect to the Irish Centre in in Leeds, but he's gone from that venue to in four years touring and and with Dylan. With, with Dylan. So it's it's quite meteoric, really. Mm. Wouldn't you? Um, wouldn't, wouldn't you want a band called the Night Sweats? Oh, yeah, that's a great name that is. Yeah, it is. Nice. It is yeah. yeah, and and great band, and um, he just released um, a solo album as well, which is is worth a listen. Yeah, if you get a chance. Um, that guy is a talent. Yeah, no question about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, on the basis of that one track, Tony. Next time he's here, I'm I'm with you. I tell you, I'll I'll right. that. That sounds great. Okay, that, that's yeah. quite new to me. That I know the name. That's about it. So. Might be the arena next time, I think. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's the only thing. That's the only thing. Okay. Charles, now I do believe you, 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 you <laughs> like me to refrain from playing your track until, yeah. until the tale has emerged. Because it is relevant to the tale. That's okay. That's good. Right. Um, the gig um, is Blind Faith's debut gig. First, yeah. first gig in Hyde Park in June 1969. Um, and for people who don't know, a so-called super group with Steve Winwood and Eric Clapton, Ginger Baker, and Rick Gretsch, from, uh, who joined from family. Um, in terms of what made it memorable, um, it's a bit like a sandwich, because in the middle was the music, and either side of it were these goings on, which... <laughs> <laughs> so I feel a bit like uh, a bit like Frankie Howard. It deserves the prologue. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in terms of the start, of what made it memorable was that there was four of us went down. There wasn't uh, there wasn't any of me normal normal pals, um, so to speak, going. And I went down with. Um, a lad who I worked beside, I didn't really know him, call, call him Barry. Um, so he was keen on going. And then there was a girl that I worked with, uh, her husband um, wanted to go. So he had a minivan, right? So a windowless minivan. Uh, and there was the husband, Barry, me, and this other character who was a pal of uh, the husband. And the husband was called Johnny, right? So Johnny, remember me, and I certainly will. Um, so we, we met in the, the Haymarket Hotel in Newcastle. Um, so I didn't know this Johnny. I didn't know his pal. And I kind of knew Barry reasonably well. Um, so we'd had a few pints. We set off at 10 o'clock at night to go down to that there London. Yes. <laughs> in this minivan 
which uh, fortunately um, had a, uh, you know, there was little ceiling vents. Oh, yeah. Vents. Yeah. Go spinning around with the wind. And there was a good, there was reason to like enjoy that because Barry had discovered had like a foot condition, oh. and he 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 had what I would describe as terminal feet. <laughs> the smell was dreadful. Uh, so anyway, off, off we set to that building. Worse. <laughs> uh, we nearly ran off the road a couple of times. Of course, yeah. So and this is you know driving through the night. So you know, doubtless I was sleeping, others were sleeping, probably the driver was sleeping <laughs> as well. Um, so it was uh it was it was a strange sort of journey down. And I didn't take to this lad who was the this Johnny's pal. Um anyway, we, we arrive in London, that there London, and we're trying to get our bearings to get towards Hyde Park, and we we're gonna park in the underground car park at Hyde Park. That was the plan. Um, so anyway, we, so this say imagine this is about seven thirty in the morning, and uh, we're we're driving into London, and it's like, oh right, store destination, but you know, and directions and all the rest of, it. and uh, there's this little old lady appears. So this lad says, oh, we'll ask her. See if she knows where you know, blah blah blah. So there's this woman, and I, I can almost picture it. She was she was an old lady, and she was probably just out for early morning rolls, as it were. <laughs> this minivan turns up, Jory, you know the sliding windows on a minivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's me? Can you tell us where to blah blah blah? So she comes towards the car, you know, very eager to help, and recoils. <laughs> <laughs> As trench foot comes <laughs> out, <laughs> Barry's feet, spent farts, uh, all the rest of it. This order coming out, uh, you know. So she, and it was, it was a real like whoa. <laughs> but she, she did help us out, and uh, off we went. So we uh, we parked in the, the underground car park. We're headed for breakfast in a golden egg. Place. Oh, no. nice. This Johnny's mate turns out he'd just been released from open prison. <laughs> so we we had our kind of, you know, our bacon and eggs or whatever, but he was intent on doing a runner. Oh, no. Oh, no. So Bar Barry and I were a bit like Laurel and Hardy, you know, like, <laughs> oh, what are we going to do? What's he going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And this Johnny just was just taking it all in his stride kind of thing. Anyway, we managed to talk him out of it. We did pay, and off we went. And at that point, we split up. So Barry and I went one way, and they went the other way. And it was a very hot, sunny day. Uh, we got a good spot near the stage, and they reckon there was about 120,000 in Hyde Park to uh, to see this. You know, yeah. uh, what, one of the sort of highlights before we got our place was, or Barry had got a place, and now there was an ice cream van. You know, they were dotted around. So who's in front of me, about two forward is Ian McClagan from... Uh, oh, the faces. Uh, and I thought, oh, God. And it is, I'll say, I mean, he, is, he is quite short. Uh, so he uh, works, work our way towards the front, and then he says to the guy behind the, uh, you know, the counter there, um, so amateur 99s. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the, the guy gives him like a ridiculous price. So his reaction to that was, I ain't effing paying that effing price for an effing 99 and just, and just walked off. So, so there we are. I don't know whether the small faces were down in their luck. <laughs> Maybe. You know, he couldn't afford a 99. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we, we, we sat there and the music, the reason we were there, the, it was uh, Richie Havens uh, yeah. on, who was terrific and I, I was a fan of his at the time. Yeah, I always uh, liked him, yeah. Yeah, Donovan, who I can't remember his being on at all. There were a couple of other things. There was a, a band called the Third Year Band um, oh, they, 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 they were kind of like a, a quasi classical come, you know, the appeal to John John Peelan. Yeah. The uh, one noted member was a guy called Paul Buckmaster, who took yeah. string arrangements for like all yeah. oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah. And then there was the Ed, Edgar Broughton band, you know. Um, so Brian uh, it was part euphoria, part a sense of occasion. And I just want them to be brilliant. And I had an interest because uh, in Rick Gretsch doing well, having sort of moved over from family. Yes. Um, so it, it was memorable. I, I discovered uh, a wee while ago, but I haven't done anything about it, that there is a DVD of it, which I, I should really get and, uh, you know, ref refresh my memory about it. Um, so it was... It, it was memorable, the lead-up, the memorable so far as the mu music is concerned. Um, and then after the gig, this is where it starts to go bizarre, <laughs> right? So the four of us then meet up at an agreed point or whatever. Barry and I think we're going back to the car. No, we're not going back to the car. So this Johnny announces that he's not going home. Him and his pal aren't going home. They're going to go off to France. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this Johnny, more or less, can you tell me, Missus, uh, that I'm, I'm not coming home? I'm, I'm going to France. And I thought, uh, so we, 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 we were obviously just dumbfounded or whatever. So that was it. It's like, right, see you, lads. And off the went. Yeah. So Barry and I looked at one another, probably reverted to Hol <laughs> Oliver. Laurel Laurel and Hardy again. Um, and we didn't have much money between us. And I thought, look at what we're going to do here. Uh, we're in London. It's about, it's about seven o'clock at night now. Uh, what we're going to do, central London, we've only got a few quid. Uh, so anyway, Barry, uh, God bless him, his, his dad lived at Bedford. So coin box, obviously, phones his dad. We get a we get a bus from uh, from I don't know Victoria wherever it would be uh, to Bedford, and it was appropriate uh, in terms of getting a bus up there because as Barry told me on the way up that his dad had been living down there because he he was a bus driver himself, <laughs> and he and he, uh, him and his conductress <laughs> <laughs> had, had run off together. <laughs> down so obviously he'd done a bum from the family and uh, off, off he went down there. Um, so we got there. It was a static caravan. Uh, and they, they were brilliant. They were brilliant. Um, so we stayed overnight, obviously. Uh, the next morning, they drove us up to Newcastle. No. And it was, it was a great journey. It was challenging. All the way up. Was, <laughs> well, it was one of those... Uh, uh, 
old Ford Pops, like a, a 1950s yeah. thing. It had like a, oh, like yeah. a yeah. you know, the, the back. A little arm uh, coming out the side, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was like that. And uh, attempted regalers of tales, you know, from when they were bus drivers about finding a, you know, a dump on a seat one day, you know. <laughs> or, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, so we got home. And then on Monday, I had to tell this, uh, this girl whose name escapes me now about uh, uh, Johnny, her husband, you know. Johnny, you, you'll have to remember him. <laughs> <laughs> I've just so I've just so she took it well. <laughs> she took it well, considering, uh, but they did split up shortly after that. Yeah, uh, there's a surprise, jo Charlie. I've I've actually I've actually written five narratives for five new songs that are going to be on my next <laughs> album, just out of that one story. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 was, it was amazing. I mean, that, that's all in the space of what, uh, like ten o'clock on a on a Friday night, and then you know, amazing. And getting home on Sunday, I don't know what time it would have been, five-ish or something like that. And in between times, like my God, <laughs> what, what just happened there? <laughs> just um, interesting, uh, Edgar Broughton band. Oh, right, yes. They were seriously heavy, weren't they? Um, mm. I think I said, told you last week that uh, my, uh, uh, with my two elder brothers, you know, I've got Soul Boy, uh, Sam and Dave turning up one Saturday and in the afternoon, Roger turned up with something else. Well, Edgar Broughton was one of Roger's. Oh, right, right. And, and they were seriously heavy. And I can remember seeing it. I saw them at the City Hall. Um, and it, 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 it's it, it's interesting, isn't it? In, in these days of slick production, it was like, where are they? You know, eight yes, o'clock, yes. half past eight, nine o'clock, amps buzzing, no sign of the band. They keep happening here. And it's not going to happen. And turn round, turn round at the, I can't remember why I turned round, but I turned round at the back of the hall, you know. The, the doors open. There's a big hairy right. face, big hairy face looking. Oh yes, yes. As if to say, <laughs> yeah, this is it, lads. We're in the right place, you know. <laughs> and uh, I, and they, they're my word. They were, yeah. they were, they were heavy. Very good. So I suppose we should finish that little tale with yeah. uh, your tune. Yeah. Yes, it's it's Here. kind of like related to the this story. need to get this, this get home. Yeah. Thank you. 
that Steve Winwood singing there? It is, yes, yes, yes. It's a beautiful song. Beautiful yes. song. Sorry, we yeah. just missed the payoff line, this, which is, I can't find my way home. We are home. Exactly the Right. Brilliant. Okay, that Charlie, okay, as ever, always a good tale. Actually, mine's a bit, a bit of a tale. I, I suspect you've heard it, but you know, I, I'd still, I thought, I, I did think there's, I'd got a few. The wider world hasn't heard it, Jeff. Yeah, a few, a few, uh, a few, That's mem right. a few memorable gigs. I must admit, Charlie, I did think about the one down at. Uh, um, oh. Yes. At the half moon at Putney. I mean, that yes. was that yes. was some night, yes. but that maybe that'll figure in a in a different theme at some point. But that yeah. certainly was very very high up on my list. We'll talk about that later. Uh, this one in 1976, there was an album made in September 1976. Absolute classic album. Um, and uh, you'll know which one it was when I tell you. In November 1976, Julie. My wife was 21 years old. Wow. And, and, right. I, and I bought her that album, because that's about all I could afford at the time. And, of course, it was Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life. Right. Uh, interesting, just look, just digging back on it uh, a little bit, sort of via Wikipedia. Apparently, in 1975, um, he, was, he was quitting. It, 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 it sort of made a decision to quit the music business. Uh, and he was going to go and work with handicapped kids in Ghana. He was sort of cheesed off with the, the way the country was running and all the rest of it. So there was all talks of that. Anyway, he didn't do that. He re-signed to Motown because um, his contract was up apparently with Motown. He re-signed and he went, to, he went and recorded that album, Songs in the Key of Life, which, I mean, plenty of people, I mean, very critically acclaimed album, arguably the finest thing he's ever done. Um, uh, Prince, who I'm, I am a huge fan of, of Prince, I just think man's got his, on record as saying it was the best album that's ever been recorded in, in his in his view. So anyway, roll forward to 2015, and Julie's 60. We're all 60, <coughs> and uh, we decide to go to New York for uh, to celebrate. We're going to take in Hannah with us and uh, and, uh, and Russell. And uh, Julie's on the uh, night saying, I'm, I'm looking for tickets for Broadway. You know, shall we go and see all the usual stuff that's on in London West End as well as Broadway, <laughs> you know, the ABBA musical or whatever it is. And uh, she said, oh, Stevie Wonder's playing. What? What? She said, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> out the way, woman! Get out the way! We've got, we've got to get, got to get these. Um, anyway, of course, it's sold out, as you can imagine. So Stevie Wonder's playing Madison Square Gardens. <laughs> we've just got to get there on on the sixtieth. This is this is beyond good. So somebody at work, uh, her husband worked for Ticketmaster or whatever, and I just said, look, you know, it's sold out, but there must be secondary sites. There must mm. be places we can go. And to be fair to him, he said, yeah, there are. He said, there are some better than others. Don't go for these, don't go for these, but these are okay. You know, you'll... I on this secondary site and, and got four tickets. Um, uh, oh, well, I assumed I'd got four tickets. I paid for four tickets anyway. <laughs> so, so I get four tickets and uh, I'm thinking, oh, this is great. So we, we, we you know, we, we go in. 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google the, the tour, see see what you know. It must what sort of reviews because all I knew was you know he's playing. He happens to be playing on, while we're there. So um, so I googles it, and of course you probably know the answer. It says uh, however many years on, thirty years on from from recording it, uh, Stevie's touring the whole show. He's doing the whole album start to finish. That's that's the concert. So it's not just greatest hits. It is songs in the key of life from, from start to finish. This doesn't, it can't get any better. It can't get any better. Till I look at, till I look at the other reviews and there's, I think it's James Corden interviewing, doing something on his show and saying, and of course, this amazing UK, the US tour of uh, songs in the key of life for the first time in 30 years finishes in New York at Madison Square Gardens on. So I'm thinking suddenly I've gone from Abba the, Abba the Broadway hit musical to the last <laughs> the last show of this concert in Madison Square Gardens. How good is this? So, so it's already memorable even if he doesn't show up, it's memorable enough. <laughs> so there we go. I can remember walking down to, you know, walking, we walked down to, to, to Madison Square Gardens. I mean, Hannah and Julie were so excited. It was unbelievable. Sort of Russell's not quite at the muso like the rest of us are. He's a bit sort of nonplussed by it all. And I'm thinking, I hope these tickets are right that I've bought off this site. <laughs> I really hope they're right. Um, <laughs> And of course, the security. We get in through the security, and, and uh, uh, yeah, well, we threw that. That's great. We're in. We're in. We're in. I hope they're right. And at that point, I'm saying, right, we're a gangway H row, whatever it is, X twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine. I misread the numbers on the ticket, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're marching up there, and there's all there's people and all these bars. No, we're 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 so we're we're that way. We're that way. So we're going that way and that way around around the back of this, the back of the top of the theatre there. And it's less people. So so we get to where I think we should be. And bear in mind, I've had this fear all along that these tickets are dodgy and we're in the wrong place. And the fact that we're in is good. But you know, when you, you get to that part of the theatre where there's this, you're behind the stage and there's just a big screen, big black sheet. That's where we were. <laughs> Empty seat and a big sheet. I'm thinking, I knew I'd get done over. I knew I'd get done over by this. And of course, Hannah picks the tickets up and went, no, it's, it's row 415, not 145. All oh, right, I'll oh, carry on. So, so we carry on. Uh, and we got into our seats, uh, and it was really great. I mean, you can imagine the atmosphere in, in, in yeah. it's, what a place! Just walking around the place, all the posters of the, you know, the bands that have played there, and and, and the boxing, and, and yeah, just just what a place it was. Um, and I'm sat on my phone. I was probably messaging you a lot, if truth be known, or messaging people anyway. But I noticed. I think you. I think you did, Jeff. I I I think I did say. Look where I am, type of thing, like a school kid. Yeah. Uh, there was a, there was a, 
uh, a group on Facebook, a sort of, well, it, it, I can't remember what the connection was, but it was probably through the through the show almost, you know, the, the, the Stevie Wonder show, and there was a link. And I just thought, this is amazing. And I just put a, a post on to say, you know, bought this album in for my wife's 21st, and now we're here celebrating her 60th, you know. And I got inundated with messages from people wow, right. from all yeah. over, mostly in America, just uh, saying, what a night. Oh, have a great night, dude, you know, and all that. I even got somebody, this this girl who said, I used to be, I used to sing in Stevie's back in, in, back in band. He said, wow. it'll, it'll just be a great night. And uh, I thought, hmm. wonderful. So I just, I mean, Hannah and I, Hannah's like me, you know, Julie's as well, but we were just sat there thinking, we were, we, <laughs> This has gone from 1976 to to tickets for Broadway, and we sat here. And um, I'll play my track now because because yeah. old Stevie gets he comes out and uh, and then this happens. Yeah. I was, uh, I have to say, I got tears at this point. It was, uh, like, I'm done. Wow. I'll just let the killer line. It was it was one of those moments in time you think wow. And you talk about we talked about voices, didn't we, that, that stand the test of time. Yeah. That that don't fade, that 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 retain the same well, can't be quite the same, they, they change over time. But yeah. it seems that his voice has just maintained that quality. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't know. Absolutely. Still got yeah, still got a resonance. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. When when did he stop being little Stevie Wonder? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a story. There's a bit of mine. Do you know well, uh, Dave, Dave Manvel? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Manvel. He comes to our gigs. <laughs> and he's, he's a palace Pete Stringfellows, and of course Pete Stringfellow back at the Mojo Day booked him, booked little Stevie Wonder. And had him staying at his house, and, <laughs> and, uh, and of course, he tells this story of Steve, little Stevie desperate for the loo, so he sends him up to the bathroom. Well, his wife's in the bath, <laughs> <laughs> she's playing hell, and he's saying, He can't see you, don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, and you know. 
Oh, Pete Stringfellow, despite the fact that, you know, all the reputation he had for his clubs and everything. But, you know, he was a big, big player in Sheffield music scene, the Mojo Club. Yeah. Uh, and and you talk, and Dave is an interesting character, you know, because he said, I, I stood in the Mojo next to the speakers while Jimi Hendrix was playing, you know. Wow. I was there when Stevie wouldn't have, little Stevie wouldn't have played. Yeah, yeah that was, uh, anyway, that was my, uh, that yeah. was my, of memorable gigs, that was probably the most most memorable. Wow! Yeah, nice one. Yeah. Irene saw Irene saw him uh, at least once as little Stevie Wonder uh, on like a, there was a Motown package. I don't know the City Hall or whether it was Newcastle Odeon. I, I, I don't really know, but so that would have been the time with like the mohair, the mohair suit, and the, probably the uh, you know the pants at half mast. Yeah. You know, Kind of thing, yeah. But that that's 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 quite something. Seen him, uh, yeah. In his in his own situation, as opposed to on a, a UK tour, but actually seen him, uh, yeah. You know, on his home turf, as it were, yeah. Fantastic. And, and it, circumstances as well of you know Julie's birthday, and it just yeah, it's the perfect scenario, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. It was. It was. It was exactly. You couldn't. You couldn't design it that way. Yeah. And and also, he, I think about half past ten, got to about half past ten, and he he said something like, "Well, you probably know, you probably know we all get fine, we get fined if we go over the ten thirty yeah. curfew." But hey, it's the last night of the you know, it's the last night of the tour. Yeah, <laughs> just ca carry on. And uh, he sort of did a medley of all sorts of stuff, you know, signed, sealed, delivered, and all that, all that. But it was yeah. fantastic. And who's his bass player? Uh, it's, uh, it's still a guy called uh, Nathan Watts. Big I think fella. Big, big, big fella. fella. Nathan Watts. Yeah, yeah good. So He's think... um. Yeah, go on, Charlie. Go on. No, no. It, 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 uh, all I was thinking about was that he's one of the bass players. You, you know that uh, James Jameson. Yes, that that probably, With all yeah. the bass, bass yeah. stuff. He's he's on that. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, Stevie Wonder shares our year of birth, Charlie. All oh, right, right. He's uh, uh, approaching the big one in May. That's that's him. That's that's all of you having to stay in then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, take that lock off your face, Jeff. Hey, it'll be me as well. It'll be me. It'll be, it, it will do, oh, it will do, it'll be me and all, don't you worry about it. <laughs> Good. I always think of the Madison Square Gardens, you know, with boxing as well, you know, yeah. back to those yeah. crackly radios listening to boxing, you know, Sonny Liston or, yeah. you know, Muhammad Ali, right way, way back. And, and you, build yeah. up a, you build up a picture of uh, yeah. place. Mm. Yeah, I, Tony, are you like me? You build up a black and white picture. Yes, yes. you do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. other, the other um, aspect of that trip, of course, is I went. I went down to Cafe Wah, uh, oh, yeah. in Greenwich Village. Have you been there, Tony? You been no, there? no, no, no. Man, if you ever get to New York again, next time you go, Cafe Wah, the house mm. band are so. So that's uh, that's probably it from this uh, from this half. But just I mean the the 
playlist will be just for anybody who might not be able to click on it but wants to know what it is we've got uh, sob son of a bitch from nathaniel rakeliffe is that right is that have i pronounced that right yeah. and and the night sweats fantastic uh, can't find my way home blind faith and uh, loves in need of love today stevie wonder off the uh, off the songs in the key of love so that'll be on the the playlist so and so while, while everybody goes off and uh, downloads the playlist, uh, we'll uh, shuffle off and start preparing ourselves for next week. And we'll do this all again to a different theme. Hope you enjoy. Red rain, it turns to blue.